Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Carl Hutchinson podcast. I'm your host, Carl Hutchinson. So I want to start by just having a go at somebody that I saw the day. So I'll let you know, this is recorded on a day that Lily gets dropped off at Sophie's mom's, Wendy. And she always has a all day today, which is great. I can always get a little bit of work done. Oh, shout out, by the way. So last week I was in Glasgow, Grimsby and Lincoln. And Glasgow and Lincoln ended up being two of the best ones of the tour so far. So well done. Thank you very much. Obviously, Grimsby, you know, just because you weren't the best doesn't mean you weren't fantastic. You would have been the best, actually, Grimsby. You would have been the best. I, th- I think Lincoln trumped Glasgow, which I'm really, I was really surprised about. Actually, I think it's because we went in the new venue. Well, I say it's new. It's new for me, the the Lincoln Drill Hall, and they've made it look exactly like the old engine shed. Obviously, it's just bigger, so it was a nice packed house and all that, and it was just, it, it was wonderful. Obviously, and Glasgow was great. I know Glasgow is great, so the, I think Lincoln took it because I was a bit surprised, if anything. But I think with you know new room. Those people, great. Can't wait to see you again next year. All three years. Grimsby, you would have been there. But if you were there at the gig, you know there was like a bit of a drunk guy right at the front who just chipped in every now and then, but to the point where all of the momentum of the gig just dissipated and you kind of had to start again every time you chipped in. But he wasn't like... It's an annoying one because, you know, you'd rather people didn't chip in with whatever fucking drunk shite they've got. But... At the same time, every time I looked down, he was like laughing his head off and listening and clapping along. And you go, well, he can't really, he can't really tell somebody off for being overly enthusiastic. You know, it's it, it's one of those weird tight ropes you walk. You go, well, I don't want to, I don't want to scold the guy. <laughs> I don't want to admonish him too much. And then, and then the doormen were looking and they were like, oh, you know, should we throw him out type thing? But he was right at the front. It would have made a scene. And I don't think he did. There, there was no malice in it. You know, it was just a bit. If, I, if you ever get a choice of like, oh, would you like it with or without drunk, interrupting heckler, but he means well, I go always without, always without, but fine. It just means sometimes you, you're not always entitled to a perfect day at work, you know, lo and behold. But Lincoln, none of that. Glasgow, none of that. So, and Lincoln, Lincoln, Glasgow and Grimsby, I just, I had a, overall, I had a fantastic weekend. So thank you all three for that. 
So yeah, so when I'm home, I try to get all my work done. So I'm recording this one from home as well. Uh, we're going to be doing, we're good, well, by the time you listen to this, we would have done Carlisle and two shows at the Newcastle Town Theatre. So uh, I hope that all goes well. And, you know, if you listen to this and you aren't the show, great. So I drop Lily off at, at Wendy's and, you know, fight all the rush hour traffic. And it's about nine o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh, hi, Wendy. There you go, Lily. Well done. Do I get a kiss? Yep. Oh, that's right. Forgot the pram. So I had to go all the way back round to the house. And then I had to drive all the way back to Wendy's. So I'm there at Wendy's at, at a second time at probably about quarter past nine at this point. And I just parked. Like, it's a bit of a narrow street, right? So it's one where all of the cars park up on the street. So, it's, you know, on the pavement, that is. Half of the pavement is covered by parked cars either side. And that's just, you know, the whole street says, had a meeting, and they went, this is what we're doing. So fine, okay, no worries. So I never tried to do that, but you know, I, on this occasion I had to, and I'm in a bit of a rush. So so just as I'm doing that, I park up, and there's like a bloke trying to get past the car. And now if I open the side door, I, you know, because I I think I'd left my phone in the car as well, so I I was going to reach over and get my phone out and get the pram. But if I do that, then I'm I'm giving this guy no room whatsoever to get past. So I just I stood back, hands up, and I was like, oh, sorry, mate, I'll let you past. And the look on his face, honestly, it was like. You, you, do you know when they just look straight? It was just like, he was older than me, right? He had his headphones in, but he was just, he just looked like a miserable twat. And I was like, hey, oh, oh sorry, mate. And he gave me a look as if, like, I got all the grief for all of the cars parking in the street, right? I was like, don't, don't just put it all, like, he did. He just looked straight forward and was just like, if I could read his thoughts in his head, I know he's just going, you're not supposed to park on the street. I was like, yeah, but I've give you enough room to get past, and he's still miserable as fuck. And I said sorry just because I was about to, you know, be completely in his way, and I stood back, and he didn't say anything. He just carried on walking. Well, you know what? Fuck you, right? You miserable old prick. You miserable bald fuck. Right? <laughs> I know, he's probably there's nothing wrong with being bald. Obviously, I, and, well, I've looked, and I'm going bald as well. That's probably why I said it. But I like, I like saying fuck. Do you know, I've, I've got bald friends. I've got... How do you spell bald? I always think it's... For me, it should be B-O-L-D, but it's not. It's bald, isn't it? It's like B-A-U-L-D. I don't know. I'll look. I can't spell that. And I can't spell guarantee as well. That's a, it's a hard one. There's a U kicking about there somewhere that really doesn't belong there. And do you ever just try sometimes? Do you ever just like throw it out there on, on your phone or your computer and just go, just let spell check pick up the slack? Go, nah, yeah, it, it's nowhere near it, but it, you mean that. I can never do that with guarantee. I, ne- I always just get nothing matched. I'm like, I'm, I'm not even close enough. Where even spell checkers just went, nope, you're on your own. But yeah, bald fuck. I've got bald friends, I've got tall friends, and I've got fat friends. And when you argue, and you know, all the gloves are off, they become bald fucks, tall fucks, and fat fucks. <laughs> and it's fun though, isn't it? Just to like, whatever, the, you know, ah, that's stupid. I admit, it's miserable bald fuck, right? And I, I was trying to enjoy the concept, but I had this, tall fuck right in the front right and I had this tall fuck and I couldn't see a thing and then (laughs) and then the taxi journey on the way back wasn't even good because of this fat fuck taking up all the room (laughs) I like the difference between fat fuck and fat fucker fat fucker is like jolly isn't it he's jolly the fat fucker is jolly but the fat fuck is is miserable now he's the fucker is happy because he's doing all the all the fuck (laughs) the fat fuck's miserable because he's the one getting fucked. <laughs> what the hell are you talking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this horrible bald fuck. Right. Okay. So, so he's walking, honestly, and just, in, and I know he lives in the street because when I dropped the pram off and I started driving away, I started, I, I was looking for him because I, I wanted to wind the window down and just like, 
you know, just go, what? You know, obviously, I didn't want to do it if in, in the middle of dropping a pram off or anything, but it's like, I just, well, what's the matter? What's the matter? Did you not have, did you not have the whole pavement? Did you not? Did you, you all right? Will you be, do you think you got home, did you? And your wife just went, Joe, Joe, what's wrong? Are you all right, Joe? You look cross. Oh, you'll not believe it. You'll not believe it, dear. You'll not believe it, Deirdre. Ah, is it worse than the time? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Is it worse than the time then you went across the zebra crossing and the car just went past too quickly and he didn't stop for you, even though it's a zebra crossing? <laughs> oh, it's worse than that. It can't be worse than that, is it? Is it the time somebody parked in front of your house for 20 minutes on a Sunday? No, it's worse. It's worse than the Hold on, I'll just get my shoes off and I'll tell you. It was, oh God, oh God. <laughs> you just, this man, he parked in the path. And I, so you had to walk around the car? No, no, but I nearly had to, and I didn't have enough room. Oh, Joe, oh, Joe, come in, come in for your morning walk, Joe. I'll put the kettle on. Would you, would you like a nice cup of tea? Maybe some cocoa, Joe. Would you like some cocoa, Joe? <laughs> you fucking twat. Honestly, it's just like people who never. What is it? Is it people who've just never had any hardship? Like, if that happens to me, I have to walk on the road plenty times. And do you know what happens? Nothing. I just walk on the road and I'm not offended and I have a bit of empathy. I go, you know what? They're probably not trying to be a dick and I get on with my life, right? Well, you know what? I know you're old as fuck and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to you being dead, right? I don't know you, but it'll be, it'll be great, right? And when, and when you do, right, it'll be before me, I guarantee it, right? I'm going to park on half your grave just so that people can still get past and do a little dance because you clearly are a miserable prick. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Carl Hutchinson Podcast. Aye, aye, Joe, Joe, you can go to hell, mate. You can go to hell, Joe. You can go to hell and you can you can walk round the car to get to hell as well. <laughs> I say that, like, if you never had hardship or you never had to deal with hardship before and, you know, I, I was no template for how to deal with hardship during the, the coronavirus and lockdown and losing, you know, being able to go and do the gigs and all that. Don't know why I didn't start a podcast then, like Christ, but no, I thought, no, I'll, I'll wait till uh, the end of 2023. That's the peak time to start a podcast. <laughs> In fact, I think I went to look, I think all the equipment, you, you couldn't buy it as well, but yeah, my head did some weird things, you know, I was um, I was drinking quite a bit as well, which I'm not uh, proud of or anything, but yeah, being off the drink as well, and because we're filming for the time theatre, so it's, it's great, honestly, I've did, yeah, I'm not advocating it, you know, I, I'm pretty sure as soon as I'm finished filming, I'm, I'm going to get straight back on it. But the energy that I've got at the moment, it's fantastic. Honestly, I've already thought, like, after the Tide Theatre, it's just going to be, like, a big night of drinks. And I'll get back and I'm going to quietly Uber Eats a McDonald's to my house. I think that's because that's I'm not having any carbs as well. So I'm cutting out carbs. I'm cutting out snacks. I'm just, you know, getting it all, all down for one day of filming. So it's all in the bank. And then just open season again. Yeah, but I was drinking quite a bit during lockdown and I started to notice there was some dog shit in the front garden and, you know, Sophie was like, ah, oh, you know, it's probably just, it's an accident. And I was like, all right, no worries. So I cleaned it and then I remember the second day, second time I saw a bit of dog shit and I was like, ah, oh, I reckon somebody's, you know, somebody's walking the dog at night and they're specifically going in my garden. And this is how little I had going on in my life during lockdown. I did a bit of a stakeout, listeners. I, I did a stakeout one night. It was summer and I was like, I need to get to the bottom of who's letting their dog. I was like, I was obviously you're angry with the, the owner. You're not angry with the dog. You know, I'm like, who is going out of their way 
to go to my garden. Like, who have I annoyed? Who have I, <laughs> who's the many people that I've annoyed? Who was going out of their way so their dog could go in the garden? So what I did was, this is before Lily, so I had no, you know, it was Sophie in bed. She was like, if you want to do it, just do it. And I just got some some deck chairs out and I like sat in the garden. I had some drinks and I was watching stuff on my phone. I was all wrapped up. And, and I fully intended just to stay out till, you know, three, four. If, if I had to stay out all night, I would have. And I did. I didn't catch them. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. But this is so pathetic. I fell asleep at about two in the morning. And I woke up at five. And there was just a big pile of dog shit in my garden. <laughs> it was just, it was the biggest pile of the three as well. Yeah, I never, and I was like, oh, I'm not staying. And then eventually it just, it, you know, the the dog stopped going there. But yeah, it must have been some sort of mad. But what's mad is it like, I've obviously been asleep and he's this person still let the dog just go in. And like, he's probably took a photo of us and, you know, I'm just probably some twat on somebody else's WhatsApp group. That's, that's I think that's what I find quite confident about this. Like, uh, he's obviously stayed out to check and, you know. <laughs> I don't mind a stakeout though, you know, I really don't. I'm a big big fan of stakeouts. I me and Sophie we were had a holiday once in uh, in Cuba. We did uh, 3 days Havana city break and then we did 10 days in like an all-inclusive place it was called uh, uh Varadios, I want to say. Varadio. What do you how do you google this one? Let's have a look. Let's have the old look. Cuba. And I'm just going to have to let spell check I do it so. Varadero. There we go. Yeah, Cuba Varadero. So we did 3 days Havana. And 10 days, Varadero. And I got really excited because I was going to Havana. I think for the lead up to the holiday, this is really annoying. I just kept singing, uh, you know that song, Because My Heart Is In Havana? Well, I wasn't singing that. I was just going, Because um, My Poo Is In Weevana. Hey, hey, hey. That's that's my level of comedy. I just was, Sophie, Sophie. Because My Poo Is In Weevana. Hey, hey, hey. I don't even know if that hey, hey, hey is in the song. I just think... <laughs> You just, you get like a little bit of a song in your head and then you can just go and do do your own thing. This is my version of uh, Little Mixes. I think it's called Portions. It might not be, but I always just thought, wouldn't it be really funny if if like you hijacked a Little Mix concert and you just were like, <laughs> like for whatever reason, you just pulled a prank on all Little Mix fans and say it's like a whole arena full of people and <laughs> I can't believe I'm sharing this on, <laughs> like I've said this to me, mate. Agnosium, and he said, "You're a fucking idiot." Could you imagine, right? Just hiring out like a whole, like a metro radio arena or a utility arena, whatever the Newcastle, any arena it doesn't have to be Newcastle. Could you imagine hiring out a whole arena and little mix are booked, and they're not booked? It's just you. You've just pulled the prank on everybody, and you give them all the money back. But like you, like I'll just go out and I'll just go like, "Hello, everybody. Nice to be here. I'm Little Mix." And I don't know any of the Little Mix songs, but I've just got to fill the whole, like, two hours. So all, like, if that happened, if that was, like, a scenario, like, you know, you live out there, you either do the concert or or we'll kill you. I don't know who's doing this to us, right? So all I would have to, I'd, I'd go on stage and I'd just go, <clears throat> Good evening, everybody, I'm Little Mix. <clears throat> Take a sip from a secret potion with the something something and potions. That's all I know. Right, and I know that's not the words, like, but just like, so then you just had to do that for two hours. Take a sip from a secret potion with the something something and potions, and for my encore, cause my poo is in Weevana. Hey, 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 a boo, <laughs> mom, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> anyway, 
Havana, Cuba, stakeout, yes, ah. So the resort we went to in Varadero, they were filming The Bachelor at the time. It was The Canadian Bachelor. So the whole resort was just like, you know, not hijacked, but it was definitely, it was, you know, a peaceful thing. But, you know, you, you just had this camera crew running around the whole time because they were just uh, filming like all these, all, all this so-called, so-called reality. No, all this reality show for the, the Canadian Bachelor. And I remember I was eating my lunch once in one of the one of the restaurants and I had two of the, two of the bachelors behind us. And they were just going, yeah, if I don't get some sort of deal out of this, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, that's exactly how they talk as well. That Any Canada, North American accent, American Canada, that's that's my voice, right? Take it, take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, if I don't get some sort of deal out of this, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I started, look, I had nothing against them until you had the whole resort. You had all of the, all of the sunbeds, all of them were great, but then you had this big massive one this like it was like a king size sunbed but it was a padded it was like it was like a bed outside and it had like the curtains down it was great right but every day the camera crew would like have that like i don't know it must have been somebody's job to like get up early and get it and so the camera crew had that and the 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 bachelors so every now and then they would like film on it and i was like you've you've nicked that all day so you can like film what is going to be about like 30 seconds right but it's very annoying but this is at a time when i used to get annoyed by things like this and so if he's like what the hell's wrong with you Carl? like you're in cuba and you just have a nice time and i was like yeah nah but they've just they've took that bloody she was like well yeah it would be nice to have like a day on it or half a day on it but Carl, don't let it spoil your holiday. I, I think I went one one better than that. Actually, I I was like, all right, no worries. You want to you want to stake out, do you? So, me and Sophie one night in this resort in Cuba. I I went to go we'll go and watch the entertainment, whatever the whatever the hotel entertainment is. I love it, right? Sophie loves it. I love it. Great, just whatever. If it's a magician, right? If I, I'm all over it, right? If it's free drink, and you what you're gonna do? You're gonna do a little trick are you right if it's the cuban little mix right take a sip from a secret potion right anything like that i'm all over it so we'll go do the entertainment we've had one meal we'll go back to the room we're having drinks about to go to sleep good night i go to bed about midnight and i set me alarm for i think it was half two in the morning and sophie went what are you doing i was like don't worry i'm just i can't sleep i'm going for a walk i'll i'll, I'll see you in the morning or something like that she was like i know what you're doing and i was like is that all right she was like yeah it's fine just just do it just so I got up at half two and I go down to the pool and I get that nice big bed that the the camera crew have hogged all day, every day. And I just get a podcast out. I've got a couple of beers from the room and I just chill on there and I naturally fall asleep. And I woke up about four in the morning and it was four in the morning when I saw two of the camera crews like they were just chatting like, yeah, so, you know, hey, hey, we filmed the Canadian Bachelor, don't we? Yeah, we sure do, Bob. Right? All that. Right? <laughs> it's exactly what they said. And then they just saw me and they said, hello. And they were like, they looked so good. And then for the rest of the holiday, like the, the crew just, just hated us because I was just walking around, white as out, big beer gut, just actively spoiling the Canadian bachelor. So, yes. So, a, a stakeout does work sometimes. And I'm happy to say we had that whole bed for the full day and the, the no dog shit was on that bed at any point. Oh, they tried to get us. Uh, they tried to stop us getting a nice scream as well. Once the dirty pricks. What they did? This was in in Cuba, and in, in one of the the all inclusive. It was all inclusive ice cream, and they were trying to film a scene. And you got the two guys, the two 
models. Everyone's jacked. Everyone just looked great, right? Except me. I'm just there in my shorts and me sun cream that's not properly rubbed in. Just like, yeah, I'll have a, uh, one chocolate, one strawberry, one vanilla, you know, and, and they had to, to come over and, and and it was just a producer, but they were trying to blag it, and they just went like, sir, the ice cream parlor is closed. And I was like, it's not closed. I was like, I know it's open 10 till 8 at night. Like, it says that. I know it's not closed. And if it was closed, we would have been told about it. It would have come through on the on the emails. I would have, I would have got a letter through the door. I was like, you blatantly just are trying to lock this off so you can film a scene, and I'm not having it. So I'll just get me ice cream. And they were like, no, 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 it's closed. It's closed. And eventually I was like, okay, no worries. I'm just going to stand here until I get my ice cream. Because I'm, like, I'm not having me holidays spoiled, so he's going to do the film. It's all on the hotel as well, by the way, right? This is all the hotel's fault, but fine. So eventually the producer just looked at us and went, well, we're just going to have to film the scene with you in it. Are you happy being in it? And like, and I'm, I can't prove this, but you kind of looked at me belly. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and all I said was, that's absolutely fine. But just so you know, I'm not going to be signing any release. So you'll probably have to blur out my face. And she just looked back and she like looked really angry. And then like she said something like to the last worker at the ice cream parlor. And she just came over. She went, eh, what could I get you, sir? And I was like, great. <laughs> so I just got, all I wanted, all I wanted was a few helpings of ice cream immediately after a snack and immediately before a dinner. Now, was that so hard to ask? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've been going through all the comments. I've been going through a lot of emails as well. Thank you very much for these. I uh, I got a lovely one about, I got a lovely ham explanation, which is a weird thing to say. A lovely, you know, when I was talking about the, the ham pumps, the ham farts, and I was like, I don't really get ham. Apparently, somebody, some horrible person's commented. Thank you very much for this, by the way. Some person's commented. No, it's that, it's when you open the packet, it's the little waft you get from the packet of of the ham to the ham or in between the slices. I don't know what horrible, horrible bastard smelling all of that, but apparently that it's a common thing. So a ham fart is a common thing. So that's what I've learned. So great. Thank you for that. And I got a, and I've got an email as well. I'm going to, I'm going to read some emails. Like it doesn't even have to be like a, a rank story. You know, this is actually a really nice one. Again, I just, if you want to get in touch, it's Carl Hutchinson podcast at gmail.com. 
So this one's from Kate Douglas, loving the podcast in Canada. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm baffled that so many people listen so many different places as well. That's that's great. I, you know, I mean, I know podcasts go out there, but you go, Christ almighty. And then, actually, before I get to that email there, I'm, I'm, you prompted us, Katie, to look at me. Uh, I didn't know you could do this, but you prompted us to, and had to tell us, you can look at your location of of who's listening to you and all that. Now, I just thought it was people in the UK, but yeah, no, the, so the, the order, it goes UK and then the US. Australia, Ireland, Spain, Canada, Germany, France, Switzerland, New Zealand. I'm sure that's just people on the holidays, you know. Let's see where the the most obscure ones. So there's there's about three or four people for each each country who listen to me in India, Jamaica, Kazakhstan, Kenya, Poland, Qatar, Guernsey, Singapore. So thank you. If that's you, if, if, if I've just shouted out the one person who's listening in, if I'm shouting at the one person who's listening in Malta, cheers, Argentina, Finland... Luxembourg, Morocco, Chile, Cayman Islands, Dodge. <laughs> ah, you're probably listening to this on the device that you've saved from all that tax, haven't you? Yeah, here we go. That's, is that liable? I don't know. Who knows? Have I just annoyed a whole country? Ah, who cares? Greece, Denmark, UAE, Zambia, South Africa, Kuwait. Hey, there's loads. Bloody loads. Six people in Hong Kong. Again, that could just be on people on holiday. Like, I'm looking at this thing and it's, it's Mr. Worldwide. Who's missing? I'm looking at that thing and I'm bloody pitbull and it could just be all he is going on holiday and all that. So, you know, but if that's you, that's great. Thanks a lot. Who's listening in America? So we've got, we've got, we've got there. So I'm just going to, wow, there's loads. There's absolutely loads, but I don't, I'm just going to read the ones I recognize. You know, because Ashburn, I don't, I don't know where Ashburn is. Boston, I know that's Massachusetts, isn't it? Boston, Mass. Rochester, New York, <laughs> Arlington, Texas, same accent, New York, don't know where that is, uh, Tampa, Florida, Austin, Texas, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where are you from? I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Las Vegas, Nevada. My mate told us a mad fact about Las Vegas, actually, he said that their draining system is, is absolutely mad. <laughs> It's absolutely manky as fuck. Like, all their sewage is fucked. Because... <laughs> because if you think about it, it's everybody going to Las Vegas on the holidays. So the, their diet is like, you know, hey, do you want a McDonald's for breakfast? Do you want a, a Wendy's for, you know, do you want a big steak dinner? Do you want to, do you want to go to Red Lobster? Like, so their diet is just them absolutely going for it for two weeks. Like, all the monkey food, monkey drink, he said, as a result, that's such a high concentration of bad diet. The sewage in Las Vegas is absolutely fucked. <laughs> Who else we got? Knoxville, Tennessee. Minneapolis, Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota. They're twins, aren't they? They're twin cities, aren't they? Minneapolis and St. Paul. They're, they're like both the capital of Minnesota. And then finally, we've got uh, San Diego. San Diego's the last one. So if that's you, um, great. Uh, thank you. Thank you all very, very much to everyone who's listening. And uh, we'll do we'll do another country next time, How about for, for as riveting as that was. So it's, it's nice to know. It's nice to know I'm Mr. Worldwide with about three people from each state listening there. <laughs> Hey there, I've really been enjoying your podcast. Uh, this for, sorry, this is Katie Douglas from Canada. Hey there, I've really been enjoying your podcast. I'm constantly learning new northern phrases from you, the Ramsey, Sarah Milligan. Oh, great. We don't hear a lot of that in Vancouver, Canada, so I'm finding it very entertaining and educational. Wow. 
it took me so long to realise that French fries that you were talking about in one episode uh, were referring to some kind of snack food and not simply uh, chips. Yes, yeah. That's a mad one, isn't it? Like, so you can call... You call chip. If I ask for chips over there, you'd get crisps, but there are some crisps that are called what you refer to as chips. That's a... Oh, that's in some sort of inception bollocks going on there. Anyway... I was really touched about talking about your cat to the vet and having intense memories of, of your late cat. Ah, oh, thanks. Cheers. Yeah. Um, I must admit that I wouldn't have expected to hear from you getting so choked up. I wasn't expecting it either. It came, came out of left field and I thought it was a very lovely human moment. Oh, that's nice. That contrasted, oh, here we go, <laughs> with stories of playing Nucky Nine Doors. In Canada, we call that Nicky Nicky Nine Doors for some reason. Nucky makes more sense. Close brackets. Uh, it gives a sense of a man with many levels. Wow. Well, I'll... I don't want to expand on that because I'm sure I will shatter that illusion. So let's keep that. I'm a man. I tell I'm, I'm recording this from home uh, this week, so I'm going to tell my wife that somebody thinks I'm a man of many levels. That's good to know. With regards to your hack and new passwords, ah, yeah, God, that was a whole thing, wasn't it? God, you may have already come across things like LastPass. I just want to say now, this is good. the rest of this is going to read like I'm sponsored by LastPass. I'm not. I'm just reading this email. LastPass, which is a password manager. There are a lot of options out there. I don't work for them, but neither do I. But I find it uh, I find it to be a useful tool. You only have to remember one password and it generates random passwords for your various accounts so you don't have to worry about remembering a ton of them or having duplicates across multiple websites. It also saves you the stress of losing your granny note with all the passwords written on it. Fucking hell, where the hell is that? Ah, oh, that's in an old notepad. Bollocks. Okay, yeah, that's in the pile. Thanks, Katie. Anyway, I hope you're doing well, and thank you for the laughs. Okay, great for that. So, hold on. I mean, thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm, I'm really glad. And hold on, though. But isn't that just keychain? Isn't that what keychain does? The keychain, you just... It saves them all. My problem is I don't want them to be saved in case they get on some sort of data leak. Again, I'm going to have to look into this, but... Hold on a second. How do I know that Kate Douglas... I've been calling you Katie, sorry. How do I know that Kate Douglas... Isn't yeah? How do I know you're not the hacker, Kate? Eh? How about how about that? Eh, Kate, if that is your real name, eh? Chandal, Chandal Nadal, I think he was called, wasn't he? How do I know you're not just trying to get us up to this last pass? I haven't heard of this. Come to think of it, where exactly is Canada? That sounds Vancouver, Canada. That sounds very made up. You know, I don't think. I think you need to try harder next time. Maybe it's, maybe it's a inventor, a town, city, province, country that actually sounds like it exists. Eh? So try try harder, Chandel. Yeah, the joke's on you. I've just deleted the email and smashed me phone. There we go. So thank you. So thank you for that, Kate. <laughs> Wait a second, Carl, wait a second. Surely you, Carl, you know, Carl, you know about Canada. Why are you pretending you don't know about Canada? You've just spoke, Carl, you just spoke for five minutes about the Canadian Bachelor, how they nearly spoiled your Cuban holiday. Well, yeah, but it, it didn't sound too plausible then, right? Maybe, maybe they've went, they've started from then, maybe they've invented Canada, maybe they've invented Canada when I went on holiday to Cuba to try and get the sunbed, try and get the ice cream, and now you're after me passwords. I'm on to you. Canada, Bachelors, Katie, I'm on to you. Another comment, by the way, um, all these emails, if you want to get in touch, Carl Hutchison Podcast at gmail.com. Hi, Carl, big fan of the podcast. I've heard you've been ranking crisps. Uh, I would like to know, this is a nice easy one, would you like, could you rank your top five loggers? All right, okay, challenge accepted. Now, in no particular order, I want to, I want to throw Corona, Corona in there straight away. That's me, that's me go-to. I think that was my first beer that I really liked. I think that was the first time where it was like an, I was an adult and I was having a beer, you know, because I think... 
when I was 17, 18, I, 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 just, I used to drink brown ale and Guinness. I must have thought I was bloody Oz from halfway to St. Pet. And I thought, well, I'm from the Northeast and I, I have to drink this so that I look hot. Do you know what I mean? You, you drink what you think you're meant to drink type thing or what your dad drank and all that. My dad didn't really drink that. He, he drank Stella. But Stella was too strong as well. Stella used to take me head off. Jesus, that's, Stella is the reason why I woke up in bed with me dad after my 18th birthday. Now, if you don't know the full backstory on that, it's one of the previous episodes. So Corona was me, you know, it was me gateway beer, wasn't it? It was me, it was me light beer. It's nice, crisp. I can easily have about 12 to 18 Corona and have a lovely, a lovely civilized evening. <laughs> and then if I'm staying in Mexico, I remember the first time I went to Mexico, I went to Cancun and I, I would go to the fridge and I was actually going to get a couple of Coronas just for the walk around Mexico for where I was at the time. And I saw Modelo and it looked very similar to a Corona. It was very clear and I drank it and I was like, oh my goodness. That's so then Modelo, uh, so two from Mexico, I say Corona, Modelo. And I thought it was so like elusive, you know, you can buy Modelo over here now, like, you know, till your heart's content. But 10 years ago, you couldn't. And I remember uh, my girlfriend at the time actually ordered us some in for my birthday. I was like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, imported beer. I was like, yeah, what the hell? It's fantastic, this. And then the other week I was on tour. I think I was in Scunthorpe at the start of the year. And I, I went to B&M and I saw bloody Modelo. And I was like, wow, that's that's changed, hasn't it? And I, I, and I would have got some as well, but I, I had a show to do. You know, I don't think I could have trusted myself with 12 Modellos in the green room about three hours before the show. But yeah, so Modelo, Corona. So we're done Mexico. Well, I'll tell you one you don't see anymore, a nice logger you don't see. You don't see uh, Koskenia. Is it Koskenia or Koskwenia? Koskwenia, Koskenia. It's Peru, Peruvian logger. And that brings fond memories back of when I used to get the train, the, the Virgin, the Manchester Virgin West Coast, it would have been. London, Houston to Manchester, Piccadilly, or Piccadilly to London, Houston. From what all I've heard, apparently that's absolutely fucked now. All I see is all my comedian friends constantly complaining that, that that's a, a bad journey. But back in the day, it was a nice one. It, it used to run smoothly. And for the times when I trapped myself and I got first class, they used to get the Koskenia beers and the Penn State pretzels, the sour cream pretzels. So I always associate Koskenia with Virgin Trains, a time I lived in Manchester and and you used to actually be able to get it in a couple of supermarkets. But a very, very nice, refreshing beer again. Again, I'm not sponsored by any lagers, but somebody's asked and I'm going to go Jamaican. I'm going to go Red Stripe. And I think that is your perfect garage beer, right? That's your, that's your ideal one. Uh, you weren't planning on having a drink. You're stopping by. Ant's driving. Ant's going to stop for the garage, get some beers. I've had a nice show. Yes, Cole. Thanks for adding three piss stops to the five-hour journey back. Every garage has always got a red stripe, nice and cold. No, no complaints. So, so red stripe. This is no particular order. And then fifth one, I'd probably say we go Japan. We go Asai. Asai is me, me number five. So there we go. So I go Corona, Modelo, Cascania, Red Stripe, Asai. Tell you a story about Asai. I <laughs> just remember this. <laughs> So when me and Sophie would went on a honeymoon, we went to Kosamui. We went to Kosamui and we stayed at, God, what the hell was it called? The Tongsai Bay. Yeah, we stayed at the Tongsai Bay in Kosamui. Now, to travel back, we had to go from Kosamui to Kuala Lumpur, change of Kuala Lumpur. Am I saying it right? Kuala Lumpur? Kuala Lumpur? You know what I'm saying? I think I've geordied that. Kuala Lumpur! <laughs> I went to look, Yeah! Yeah, I'm going to fucking Kuala Lumpur melee. <laughs> Where? I don't know. Fucking get the metro to Kuala Lumpur. Get the metro. You ever travel to Kuala Lumpur via Pilo? <laughs> so it goes over to Kuala Lumpur. That's how I'm saying it, right? Deal with it. And then change over Kuala Lumpur. And you had like a four-hour changeover. Then you had to go from there. 
to London. Christ, and then when you got to London, there was like another four hours and get the flight back to Newcastle. That was dog shit. There's no easy way to do that as well because I've tried getting the train back from London. That's dog shit. And I've tried waiting at the airport. That is an equal amount, if not a different shade of dog shit. That's the thing. You get back from your holding, you're just stressed from the travel that you've, you've done. So yeah, so me and Sophie, we had four hours and we're like, right, I don't want to just sit somewhere and have a meal and order drinks right next to a suitcase. It's going to be right. I don't, I don't want to go to, what do you see around there? Like this was more Mexico, but I don't want to go to bloody Bubba Gum Shrimp or something like that. You know what I mean? Like a daft airport based thing. The amount, by the time you sit there, you've done the meals, you've done starters, you've done dessert because you've got time to kill, you've done drinks, you've tipped, you've spent a significant amount. Why not? spend the same amount and we'll just do the lounge so it was like right, however we'll do we'll do the Kuala Lumpur lounge and they had acai on draft and that was part of the thing it was all inclusive now so I'm helping myself to this acai and they're making you like all it was just all lush like rice food so I think I had like a chicken fried rice a steak fried rice I think I had a prawn fried I just kept going back and the chefs were absolutely buzzing and I, as was I so I right, full of acai full of uh, fried rice and all that we've got about four hours to kill and then I looked, and I'd never seen it in the lounge before, but I was like, oh, wow, look, they've got showers. They had, like, four or five showers all, all kitted out. And I was like, well, that is a game changer, isn't it? So, you know, I've got me I've got me hand luggage. I've got some some clothes in there and all that. So I was like, right, mint. And and I've realized I've got me, me razor blade as well me for me shaving. So I was like, I'm going to have a shower, a shave. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to have a full ready for this thing. So it was great. So I, I got all my towels. Like, there was a guy stood next to, like, a load of towels. So I went and took one of the towels and roll that up and, and you know just like whistling away I think I took a little beer in there I put my podcast on and everything and then I'm just like you know <whistles> having a shave all covered in and then I just heard like this <whistles> and I was like oh alright obviously you know doesn't realise it's locked so I'm just continuing the shave Asai podcast having a nice time and I just heard <whistles> and I was like okay that's a bit rude so I just ignored it you know and then I heard like I was like, what the, the hell's going on? Like, I remember I ignored that again. I was like, right, okay, I don't... And then, like, I opened it, and it was the guy who, like, he had a clipboard, and he had, like, all these towels, and he's, like, shouting at us. And he's just, like, you know, obviously, it, I, I'm speaking English. He's not speaking English, so I, I, there's not a lot of communication going on, but he's shouting at us. He's pointing his pen at us, and I've opened the door with a beer, a towel round me waist, and shaving cream on me face. <laughs> And he's furious at us, absolutely furious. Like, I'm getting, I don't know what language, right? I, I couldn't speak the language that he was speaking, but I don't think it's a far cry to say I was getting dog's abuse from this guy. He was he was lambasting me. He was bollocking me. He was tearing me a new one. And he's pointing the pen at us, and the pen, he's making the pen point the clipboard. And I'm like, what is this guy's deal? So I close the door, I lock it, he's just banging it again. Eventually, I go in the shower, but I ignore it, you know, I come out, and then I'm getting dried, and now I'm like, well, if he's banging, I'm, I'm going to be a bit more of a dick, I'm going to take a bit longer, so I was in there for the better part of, like, 35, 40 minutes, and I came out, and he's like, he's still shouting at us, and I was like, look, it's free now, it's free, so, you know, go in, do what you need to do, like, I, I'm thinking, like, he's needing to get in to clean or something like that, and I was like, well, look, so, I, you know, I, I cleaned up the, the bathroom and all, and I made sure it was like, you know, I didn't leave hairs in the sink or anything, I made sure that the toilet was flushed, I wasn't a dick about it, you know, and the towel at the end, I, I mopped up any excess wet floor. You know, I, I try. I was like, well, if I'm keeping the guy from cleaning, you know, I'll, I'll try. And so I sit down and go, hey, Sophie. I was like, this guy, he was absolutely furious. He's just been like shouting at us the whole time. I was like, I really didn't have a relaxing shower there at all. I couldn't even enjoy me free sigh. And she was like, she looked and she looked at me and she looked at the guy and she went, 
Carl, you know, uh, if you want a shower, you know, you meant to like give your name and he books you a time slot. I went, sorry, what? He was like, yeah, yeah, that's what the clipboard's for. So you, you book in. He said, there'll be other people now like that you've just jumped ahead of. Because I, I went in, I had a couple of fried rice and I just jumped in the shower like it was like all inclusive. And yeah, apparently you meant to, you meant to book in. So I've... <laughs> So I've pushed it. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's not a nice thing to say. But I can only assume that there's some people who've... <laughs> <you know? laughs> They're getting like a 12-hour flight somewhere. <laughs> then some stupid fucking white red-faced prick just come out. Oh, it was a lovely shower. Oh, cheers, mate. I have got to, I've got to go to fucking Australia now, smelling like shit, because you've had a 35-minute shower. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that still makes us chuckle. That's great. Oh, hey, what a prick I am. Anyway, well, I think that's all we'll have time for. Thanks very much to everyone who listens, as always, who likes, subscribes, keeps us in all of that lovely company that I'm in. Really appreciate it. By the time you listen to this, that's the end. It's the end dates. Wow. Aldershot, Fife, Harrogate and Top Secret Comedy Club in London. That's all that's left. That's all that's left for 2023. I'll be back out 2024. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. But for now, I'll see you next week. Have a lovely week. Goodbye.